What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. We have such a fun interview for you today. We sit down with Lisa Sears. She goes by Sears. That is the brand. Uh, and she is a riot. Um, if, if you watch Friends, I hope if you're listening, you do. When Chandler says, I am not blah, I am a hoot. Sears is a hoot. So we cover a little bit of everything. Uh, but she does uh, give us some of the hard-hitting stuff pretty quick out the gate. Uh, she does have MS, and she takes us through her journey of that, going from barely being able to walk to using a walker to finish, you know, a, a marathon. You know, she would rest, but she's so determined that she was going to make sure that her life, uh, she was able to do things that she wanted with her life, regardless of MS. And that's where she became a big cannabis activist. Uh, advocate, excuse me. And not just, you know, it's not just THC. We're not talking about just getting high. A lot of CBD topicals and oils that have helped her walk again. So very profound things have happened with uh, Sears in her life. She also battled breast cancer. Um, and so that kind of launched into her helping uh, advocate for other women who have lost both their breasts due to breast cancer. And as she calls them, Flatties, and that helped her launch her her group called Flat Out Love. And so I'll let Tim kind of touch more into that. But we went literally everywhere we can go uh, with Sears. Uh, she does comedy as well. She has great stories about, you know, meeting higher up comics. And so it was just a, a fun conversation. We'd get deep and then we'd get light again. And that's just a fun flow of how things went. If you can think about a topic, we covered it. So Tim, this was actually both of ours, uh, our first time meeting her in person. I had talked to her a couple times on the phone and realized this would be just a great fit. We got introed uh, by our good friend, Ryan McKeever, who is a filmmaker. He's also been on the show. Go check him out. But he linked us up. So happy he did. Tim, what were your thoughts uh, after sitting down with, with Sears? Yeah, the, the biggest thing I took from Sears is she's just someone who loves to meet people. She's, she can she can strike up a conversation with anybody and she gives some specific examples of how that characteristic about her, how it led her to meet some very interesting people and how it kind of kicked off her, her comedy aspect of her life too. The fact that she, she goes and she gets in front of people and that's where she's best at in front of people, whether it's one-on-one -on -one in an intimate setting, one-on-one -on -one with someone, or just like getting in front of a group of people and connecting with them. And that's kind of the basis with her flat out love initiative and, and programming group that she's created how, how many people did she say was in it on facebook she, said uh, she three, has three thousand three thousand yeah. and, and they're doing a tour this year going to, i think she said like 38 cities where they're going mm -hmm. to meet people in their city because if they just can't you know have the means or resources to fly or travel and so they're going to i think yes 38 cities uh this yeah. year to meet with people who are are flat now due to breast cancer yeah. And what was so inspiring about that is the fact that she took a very unfortunate situation that that obviously a lot of, that's a diagnosis that a lot of people get. And it's, it's unfortunate, but she turned that into an initiative where she's connecting with people across the nation. And she's she's giving people a voice of people who um, maybe were, were too scared to speak, speak up or um, or, or be their true self in, in public. And she's she's really connecting and, and doing meaningful work through that. And um, I, I love that. And, um, she really hits all aspects of kind of the, the ups and downs of her life, what she's learned. And I, I really just respected her mindset through mm -hmm. all this. And it's something that we can all learn from. Um, 
whether whether you're dealing with, with breast cancer or dealing with any type of life obstacle that that brings you down um there's a lesson that there's always a path to making a difference in someone else's life and making your life more meaningful and healthier and, and impacting people so um yeah i absolutely love this and i felt like we we could have gone for about 10 hours if we wanted to like this is a conversation that, that, that there was there there really couldn't be an it if because she's just that interesting of a person. So I, I, I really loved it. And um, I think you guys are going to love it. And yeah, I, I yeah, it, it was a great interview and looking forward to seeing what you guys think and um, check out the show notes, but also check out some of the information we've linked out about her. You can more about learn more about her, her group, what she's about. Um, yeah. I mean, you guys will love it. So without further ado, episode 212, Lisa Sears referred to as only Sears. Yeah, you yeah. can call me Sears. Yeah, okay. All yeah, right. Sears is what I go by, yeah. pretty much. So, um, but yeah, um, I latched on them, got rid of all my IU shit, and had loved Michigan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and now it's just a razz, my friends that are Ohio <laughs> suck eyes fans. I don't work I, them off a little bit. I don't even yeah. know yeah. when they're playing. I don't know. If they're on, I'll be like, yeah, go Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe if I know they're playing, I'll get out gear and wear it. But I yeah. just. You just like throwing I, gasoline on the fire. That, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, just a dick. Hey, someone's got to. <laughs> yeah. A dick. yeah. You know, I'm I, the A in the LBGDQAI plus, the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or asexual, whatever, yeah. you know, I'm just one of those. So. I had a buddy in college. Well, I guess we're still friends, but he's a big UK fan. Oh, yeah. And I'm a Duke fan. Okay. So I've been. Are those but, rivals? Oh, yeah. Are they? Like, yeah. It's like hatred. It's like Butler and IU. Oh, yeah. It's like hatred. Um,. And so this was, we were still in school. We're in one of our lounges in, in the fraternity. And, you know, our, our rule of thumb was, all right, we'll cheer for our own teams, but, you know, we're not going to talk shit at each other. And if it starts, I told him, I was like, dude, if you want to go there, I will go there. But you're going to have a miserable time. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll jaw all night long. And so yeah. he starts in, and I just, like, double tap it again. He goes, all right, let's just watch the game. I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> a friend of mine and I used to go to the Ale and watch the IU, uh, or not IU, the Michigan-Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. And we would, because we're, well, I'm more of a gambler than her, but she's she plays poker too, but we'd bet on every play. Just dumb. And yeah. I'd make a bet every year that Michigan would win, and yeah. I ha- I would always have to change my profile picture to Ohio State <laughs> shit. And I knew I was going to lose. It's just... It's fun. It's just fun. Yeah, yeah. I just like to have fun. That's yeah. you know, it's yeah. fun. More interesting. It is because people are just so. Ugh. And gambling, like, <laughs> mm. if you're not crazy into sports, gambling makes you more into it. I like, loved. You, I loved. I enjoyed fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't. I, honestly, I love the Colts, mm-hmm. and I. I mean, my sperm donor back when they first came to the RCA dome mm-hmm. had like 50 yard line, like low seats. And I went maybe once or twice because, okay. you know, he took other people, probably his mistresses. I don't know. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that much. That was like, what, 80s or something? I don't even know how long ago it was. <laughs> Chemo brain, MS brain, and marijuana brain. But um, so I've been a fan always. And then, I, I you know, my favorite player was Pat McAfee because mm-hmm. he played in the Gay Pride softball games in drag okay. when he first came in. It may have been what is that probation stuff that he had to do? I don't know, but you know, that allegedly. may have been community service <laughs> yeah. for something he allegedly did. Allegedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have one of those shirts. I love I do too. <laughs> yeah. I, I do too. Just yeah. cause I saw one at St. Patty's day that I'm so mad that I can't get because so 
I'll go back to that. That shirt remind me. Yeah. Um, when I get to that story, but so he was my favorite player because he played in drag at the Gay Pride softball games. Cool. Did not know. You know, that. he had long hair and everything. You know, and I was like, good on him. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. And you know, just he was a cool cat, and. I was sitting here, not far from here, playing poker at the American Legion in Fishers one mm-hmm. night, Friday night, like I do most Friday nights. Not anymore as much, but now yeah. the casinos are open and stuff. Yeah. Plus I'm busy. But I was sitting there, and this guy sitting next to me, he kept going, oh, you're funny. And, and the guys were like, when I walked in, they're like, hey, did you get the website for Twat Waffle locked up? I was like, <laughs> I was like no, man, it's too expensive, but I got TwatWaffleHouse.com. There you go. So we can open up <laughs> Twat Waffle Houses up and down I-69 and only serve breakfast and pie. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I thought it was a good idea. I have now, all kinds is, of ideas. is there a half strip club too? No, like, so you're no, there late no, enough, no. then you just go across no. through the door for breakfast? No, it's weird because. <laughs> no, no, because it's weird because I'm. Uh, I'm not. It, like Twin Peaks and Hooters and those things, I feel bad going and supporting those places now mm, yeah. because they are part of the reason that a lot of these people are having to go get implants and think that boobs make them a woman. And and I was one of those people. I was a pig about boobs. I was pissed when my girlfriend went to get a a breast reduction (laughs) back in like early 2000. I was like, nobody asked me. (laughs) (laughs) I got a booby pillow for Christmas the year before I got diagnosed with breast cancer. Uh I got a booby phone case for my phone and it would would sit up on the boobs like that. Excellent. (laughs) Perfect. Excellent. I got it for my birthday the year before I got diagnosed with breast cancer. Yeah. And everybody thinks it was because of breast cancer. No, because I like the boobies yeah, right. a lot. So, I mean, now it's like, now that I see it, that it's, we're pushing these people and they have to get, they go through all these surgeries to get mm-hmm. boobs because that's what they think they have to get to be whole. Yeah. And yeah. now it's like, I feel like a piece of shit when I go to Twin Peaks and eat because I'm like, this is part of the problem. Right. And right. It, you know what I mean? It's It sucks, but it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. I don't know. That's what she said. I don't know how to. I don't know how to feel about it. You know what I mean? Because I'm in this whole flat community now, and mm-hmm. we're off subject of what I was talking about. No, but it's all good. But you know what we'll I mean. We'll get back so, to the T-shirt eventually. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, they, well. Yeah. So I was sitting there, and they said that, and he's like, "What's that?" And I said, "Oh, it's just my ex-girlfriend's name, Twat Waffle." <laughs> he's like, "That's hilarious. I should use that." Didn't know who he was because yeah. he looked familiar. Yeah. Just like all the guys do, because I've been playing with most of these guys poker. I mean. 20 plus years mm-hmm. I've met some my, my adopted family that I stayed with during the lockdown I met from poker oh, wow. I mean some of my best friends some of the people that have influenced my life the most the guy that draws the jumbo puzzle in the newspaper mm. you're too old do you know what a newspaper is I do okay yeah, yeah. do you of course <laughs> I, yeah. I prefer the actual Wall Street Journal paper okay. than online yeah. okay well yeah. the, the actual paper newspaper right <laughs> well a lot of young kids don't yeah. know what a newspaper is or a, or a phone book for that matter reasonable yeah you I know. do know that too I remember unless having too them short, look up the last name unless you're too short and you can sit on it that's the only thing they know yeah. about <laughs> yeah. I don't know do they even do newspapers anymore or not oh, newspapers yeah. uh, phone books I think I think they do yeah, I think I mean, they do. They don't drop them off at every door like they used to. No, what a waste. I remember my parents, though. We had a, the thick one. Yeah. We had to go to the back for residence. Yeah. And I was like, Mom, what's so-and-so's dad or mom's name? <laughs> and they'd have to tell me because it's last name, but I didn't know. Like, You'd have to. Oh, yeah. And you're searching. You call the house phone. Yeah. And people are like, fucking house How old phone. are you? I'm 29. I'll be 30 in, in two months. End of May. I'll have you 30. used a house phone? I have. Really? When I was a kid. House phone. Did they still have them then? Yeah. God. My parents actually still have like, uh, it's like a different line for, for the house. Oh, no, in case diff- emergencies. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because the phones make, I was like that for a long time because my mom worked for Indiana Bell. 
Mm. Mm. She used to plug and chug. She was a telephone operator. Oh, you wow. called there and okay. you said, I want, I want the Noblesville library. Yeah. Please hold, click, 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 and plug it in. Plug you in legit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we had phones in every room of the house, and even the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I remember, uh, yeah, you'd pick up the phone, yeah. and you'd hear someone else talking like, ah, shit. All right. Oh, I, yeah. And then oh, yeah, the party you'd take a few stuff. seconds, so anything good going on in this on this line? Oh, well, we <laughs> used to call the 222-222 for the weather and stuff. You could talk to people in between that, and I've met people. We met people. That's hilarious. It's the early AOL chat rooms i guess yeah, kind of thing and then now that. it's whatever you know oh, i would have had a blast technology is so scary but amazing yes. all in the same aspect everything's know? blessing and curses and trade-offs i forgot my wallet the other day when i was in chick-fil-a's drive-thru and you know how that yes i'm gay and i eat chick-fil-a because they're hey, the grilled, i don't grilled care nugs are that's a whole nother story we can get into oh, i'm about to yeah. do a video series on that but um because <laughs> people are such hypocrites but um <laughs> I was like, shit, I forgot my money in my wallet. Yeah. And she's like, do you have Apple Pay? And I was like, yeah. She goes, you can tap your phone. I was like, oh, shit. Chick-fil-A all day. <laughs> and it's then thing. I'm going to get an extra one. Right? Yeah, and then yeah. same thing, I lost my debit card because I had sweatpants on like an idiot. And I had my debit card in my pocket when I went mm-hmm. to the bathroom at the outlet mall down there in Columbus, mm-hmm. Indiana. Yeah. And then I was like, shit, I don't have my credit card. I need to gas. Oh, I could yeah. tap my phone to pay for my gas at yeah. Speedway. I was like, oh, this is amazing because I don't ever not have my phone. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. anyways, it's lifeline. A pleasant surprise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's scary because you can do it on your phone. You can mm-hmm. pay off your or off your watch. I mean, uh-huh. I'm like, as much as I talk, I'd be paying with my hands. I'd be paying for everybody's <laughs> shit <Yeah>. everywhere. <laughs> Drinks for all, you yeah. know, whatever. But nugs for everybody. Right. What? I mean, Chick Fil A nugs. Yeah. Chick-fil-A. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> clarification yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. I, I don't i don't smoke no, i usually no, no. eat um cigarettes are bad for you i quit yeah it's been i didn't know years. you did, did smoke cigarettes I, 23 years i smoked oh wow mm. okay i quit to get cancer <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a kick in the pants i quit october 31st and then february 14th i was in with my oncologist the next year son of a bitch <laughs> man i ran my first mini marathon Got breast cancer. Yeah. Best shape of my life. You know, it, it's crazy, though. I mean, it's not, has nothing to do with, one has nothing to do with the other. It was coming whether I quit smoking or not. Interesting. You know? I mean, because I got it from an MS drug study I was in. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Okay. No wow. So when did you get uh, MS and then the breast cancer? Give us MS a was timeline. 2000 and okay. breast cancer was 2014. Okay. And so for people listening, uh, take us through briefly, what is MS? Oh. Multiple sclerosis. Um, it's basically, as a fellow comedian friend who's a stand-up comedian that has MS, says it's basically brain damage. It, it, it's You do have brain damage because you get those spots on your brain. I don't know. I don't explain it that way. I explain it as the myelin sheath, the myelin sheath of your nerves. If you think about a cord, right? Mm-hmm. This is not the cord. This is just the coating that keeps the rest of it intact on the inside of it, right? right. There's other right. shit in, within this black this is the myelin sheath, this black, mm-hmm. and it deteriorates. So your nerves are just out there exposed. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so, um, yeah, I went paralyzed on my entire left side of my body back in 2000. Wow. And I was doing Muay Thai, and I was, it was a friend's graduation from the police academy. Uh-huh. And another friend's birthday, and we had a party at my house, and I don't drink normally, but we were at my house, and I wasn't driving, so, well, you know, I drank. Yeah. And like I said, it was 2000, so God, it was a long time ago. Mm. 
And they agged me on. I had a, a hanging bag out in the garage, you know, and I was punching. It didn't wrap up. And I thought I'd pinched a nerve or something and we, for a long time. And my doctor even said, well, you either have a really bad pinched nerve or MS. And I yeah. looked at my girlfriend at the time. I said, I don't want to be. Two extremes, too. Well, yeah. Like, and I was going to the chiropractor and the, my massage therapist was coming over helping me and nothing, you know. It went yeah. all the way up my leg. And um, it went up to my hand. Couldn't even. Couldn't Damn. even. Yeah. And then it started tingling my right foot. I'm like, mm. So um, that's when they admitted me and pumped me full of fluids. Wow. Funny story. I, I couldn't tie my shoes or anything, you know. Because, oh. I mean, I mean, half my cookie was numb even. The whole left side of my body. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. dead. That's crazy. Yeah. Just like straight line down. Yeah. And just dead. And um, Jeez. <laughs> I said, am I ever going to walk again right? Yeah. You know, and, and they were like, we're trying. We don't know because there's not enough about MS that they know a lot about. They don't know shit about it, really. Because they can slow it down, right? Kind of, I guess. And help kind of... It depends. I mean, I don't know. I guess everyone's different. Everyone responds it is. a It is because I have friends that are on the same medicine as me, and they're, one of them is a stand-up comedian that uh-huh. can't stand up anymore, and the other one's a comedian that's on a cane. Yeah, okay. You know, so, but the difference is they're not using cannabis like I do. Yeah. And, like, you know... A lot of research behind it. I have friends in other states that their MS doctor prescribes them cannabis. Hmm. But... Guys done some research. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and I looked at my mom. This was, you know, 23 years ago now. And I looked at her. I said, I'd rather have cancer because they don't know anything about this. And at least they know something about cancer. (laughs) That's rough. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I have to have cancer. I'd rather have breast cancer because you can just cut those things off. <laughs> Twenty three years. You just 14, set yourself up. Fourteen years to existence. fourteen years to the month. I got my wish. Son of a bitch. Words become things. Watch out. Which? <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry. I have to laugh at it because no, you're fine. It's like I did it to myself. You know what? I wouldn't change any fucking thing though. Yeah. Not a, so I, I wouldn't give anything back. But it kind of leads me to to an interesting question. Um. People might listen to this and be like, wow. Like, you may have some people listen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, oh, good. Yeah. That would be fine. Four or five in, yeah. in a few other countries. Yeah. Good. We actually do have a decent presence in Germany. I was looking the other day. Yeah. yeah. Germany, France, the French like us. Let's ah. Uh-huh. I was on the Irish um, uh-huh. network during the mullet championship. They interviewed me. That's awesome. <laughs> the I Canadian. Love, I love when they interview guys playing darts. They're just, oh. oh, yeah, you just throw it in the middle. <laughs> Um, well, he almost didn't interview me because he goes, I don't want to scare my listeners. Because I talked about breast implant illness, and he goes, I don't want to scare my listeners. Well, guess what? You need to fucking scare your listeners. They like, need to know breast implant illness is real. I had to promise I wouldn't speak about breast implant illness. That's pretty awful. It's like the Irish, the things that come yeah, out of their mouths is Moncrief, way worse. <laughs> well, but he didn't want to scare his listeners because a lot of them had breast implants. Guess what? You need to scare them. They need to know. Yeah. So so are, are, are doctors not really advising on the risks before I would think there'd be some legal obligation to do so there should be so many lawsuits malpractice lawsuits out there it's sick and because they push implants they push implants they push implants they push implants they don't tell them every set of implants has a black box label on them I smoked for 23 years like I said guess what I'd carried around the box of cigarettes that had the warning on them right guess what nobody talks about the warning on the box of the implants Hmm. 
every so, set of implants is dangerous. People are like, well, I have the jelly ones. I have the silicone. No, they're all bad. Yeah. They're all bad. Now, why, why wouldn't a doctor advise the risks to cover themselves for a malpractice? I'm just thinking of all the, like, to you, why would you To not? you, let me ask you. Yeah. What does a woman look like? Describe some of her attributes. I'm a smile just, guy. Okay, then go down <laughs> a little bit further. Then what? Yeah, yeah. Then what do you see? Boobs. Okay. Yeah. It's what their image of a woman's supposed to be. You're a woman. You're too pretty. You're too young. You're too this. You're too that. Mm-hmm. You have to have boobs. Mm. They don't even, there are more cases of breast implant illness. They don't even acknowledge it. I have a friend um, that I met on TikTok, oh, nice. actually, and she's having to get her implants removed because she's so sick from them. And she's like, I just don't know another person like me, 30 years old. And I was like, I'm reaching out to her. I said, there's a ton of you in my group. Yeah. And she, her insurance, two different doctors she went to, they are like, you're, no, there's nothing wrong. That's not what it is. Hmm. Another doctor goes, well, I'll take it out. But they wouldn't take out every part of it. And the encapsulation is what's causing the cancers. There's like three or four different cancers the implants cause. Wow. <laughs> I just, <laughs> to me, it's just like. Um, yeah, risk reward. What's But like I said earlier, when we were talking about. The boobs. I was a big boob person. Right. We right. all we all sexualize boobs. Gay, straight, male or female doesn't matter. We all sexualize boobs. Yeah. What are boobs for? Uh, breastfeeding. What else? Um. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We make them into something else. Yeah. Right. We're yeah. the only country that says, "Oh, you better put those little triangle on your kid's chest," but not the boy. They're exactly the same. They have those little nips. You can't post a picture if you have a female n- with nipples. I have a flat friend. She's totally flat. Yeah. I mean, she's very flat because she's a lot skinnier than me, so she's real flat. Uh-huh. We have to put stickers on her nipples when she goes topless. But if she had a sticker of a man's boo- nipple, it's okay. Sure. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Because men write the laws, I think. I'm yeah. not a sexist by any means. No, I love yeah. guys. I don't want to fuck them, but I love men. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. I lo- I'm, I don't hate men at all. Well, yeah. some I do, but just like I mean, some yeah. women I hate. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, I mean, any people you know, I don't yeah. hate, but you dislike. But it's it's like, it just doesn't make sense that if somebody's topless, if they have big boobs, and they just take a picture and put a man's nipple on there, it's okay. Yeah. What the hell is that? It's like in uh, the show Seinfeld. When Elaine, she has the nip slip when Kramer's doing the photo shoot. And Jerry lifts her shoe. He goes, we all got them. They're just round protuberances. <laughs> it's like, so I was talking about that. I just think of Seinfeld. Like, you know, I, you know, I think we should clear, ev- clear all house of everyone making laws right now. Just clear them all and start fresh. But that's, well, yeah, you know, that's a whole other story. I'm not in charge. But, yeah, it's interesting that if you, if you cover up with a picture of a different nipple, it's... If it's a man's. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. That doesn't that make to you. any Mm-mm. sense to me at all. Yeah. And I'm not very intelli- intellectual. I'm very intelligent. I'm very smart. People get on me because I'm like, I'm. I may be dumb. I may be dumb, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> right. I, my therapist gets on me for saying that. She goes, <laughs> "You're not dumb," and I'm like, "I am about some things because I'm just ignorant about it." Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know. Because yeah. you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of shit I don't know. I know a little bit about a lot of stuff though, because mm-hmm. I try to talk to everybody. Enough yeah. to be dangerous. Yeah, yeah, I want to talk to everybody. I want to meet everybody and hear their stories. Yeah, you know? I mean that's that's why we do the show. Yeah, we like we've gotten to talk to. I mean, we're over two hundred episodes, but we've probably had 130, wow. 150 guests. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten to talk to people. Who, it's cool to learn. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sous chefs on Mega Yachts from Europe to American Idol. Top you need 10 to get Pat's new chef. I don't know who it is though. I don't know if it's the guy I met. 
I, I got I, the job for Pat, his new chef and stuff. Oh, oh really? We'd love to. You should have Chefsky on. Who's he, that? Chefsky. He, I met him at the CBD place that I used to have my CBD line. Okay. Because he had his own spice with CBD spices. Interesting. And he's a he's a personal chef. He's good. Oh, Chefsky. Wow. He's okay. always at the CBD cannabis spice. rallies. Yeah, I have I have some. It's a seasoning. Mm-hmm. It's a seasoning with CBD in it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he would cook up there at the store sometimes out front, and he had his own stuff yeah. that he would cook with CBD. Yeah, which we'll check him makes out. sense because I work part time at CBD Jubilee in Broad Ripple. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and the amount of people I see coming in, and we help them, and it's just like it blows my mind mm-hmm. to see it. Oh, it's snake oil. Yeah, it is, and it works. Right. The snake oil works. Yeah. <laughs> Call it what you want. Mm-hmm. And it's like voodoo magic. I don't care. Just mm-hmm. it, but works. it works. Yeah. And it's not ridden with chemicals and well, stuff. Well, you know, and, I mean, you know. not to get into too much discussion of Christianity and all that, because I'll get going on that subject, but God created us mm-hmm. with not a Tylenol system, not a prednisone system, not a, um, what's the other one, you know, Prozac, any of that. He didn't create us with a system. He did create us with an endocannabinoid system within mm-hmm. our body, mm-hmm. and it said, here's a plant to help with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even insects have, have an endocannabinoid but system. That, that, that's, I just don't understand, especially the, the Christians. Um, I'm very Christian. I'm a Christian, so don't get me wrong, but I say the Christians, yeah. the yeah. hypocritical ones that are, yeah, make it, make run people away from Christianity and mm-hmm. God. And it makes me sad. But um, so they say, and I'm just like, but there's a plant, and he created us with it, mm-hmm. with this in our system. How are you... I, just doesn't make sense to me. Well, there's, there are inferences in in the Bible where, and I forget the exact verse, but Kikana, which which one? one of the Kikana or something like that. I got yeah, it's, it's got the full long name of it, and it talks about mixing so many pounds of olive oil with this plant, and there are some other things that you mix with it. Well, what's frankincense and, it's and mirth? It's a topical. What's frankincense and mirth? Actually, I don't know. I don't either, but. But it, ne- it What's never made the burning me feel... bush, really? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I did say that to someone, and they're like, "No." I was like, "Hey, I'm." Well, you know what's funny is I used to go to a big mega church here, and I'm not going to say the name up here mm-hmm. on the north side. Anyways, um, hypocrites. But he had done. He's an amazing minister. He's amazing. Excuse me. Let me rephrase that. He pre his his stage presence. I envious of. Mm-hmm. Very good um, as far as preaching goes. Yeah. Not what he says, but. Um, he did a story about the burning bush and he said you know I, I figured uh, is it Joseph I think I, I'm not for sure in the names I'm not good with that but yeah, yeah. he said you know he came in and he's like honey I'm going to go to so and so to you know da-da-da. and he, she's like you're going to go to this place that want to kill you and what have you been eating mm-hmm. the burning bush or something and I'm just like no wonder he's in a good mood <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, invincible yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can do all things. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. cannabis has helped me, and that's why I can do CrossFit and stuff now. Because yeah. I couldn't walk, you know, five years ago mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff. So. And, and for people listening, like cannabis, like not just like THC of getting no. high, but it's also CBD. And, and there are so many <coughs> uh, minor cannabinoids within oh, the, the plant. Oh, CBG is. Oh, CBG is for CBG gut is health. the best. Uh, CBDV. Uh, Ryan's yep, CBDV. CBDV. It's a... Uh, a droplet form, and I'm a topical guy. Like for CBDs, it just it's what works best for me. I use I use the the but the, the V is like I think that Canon will replace. Oh, I like the V too. Pre workouts, 
Oh, yeah. Because V is, it's it's natural. It's not caffeinated. So I've taken it at night before. I was with Kyle and Adam. We were on our way to a meeting. It's like 7 p.m. And I was just dragging. And they're like, oh, use some of this. I think I took like half a tincture. And before I like finally realized, I was just, I was awake. See, it doesn't affect me like I was that. Alert, really? Because my MS is so bad, I could just sleep anywhere. Uh, when I played poker in out in Vegas um, for the ladies' nationals, they were like, oh my God, how many Red Bulls have you drank? You should be running around the table. And I'm like, I can go to sleep right now. But I liked Damn. Red Bulls just from the taste back yeah, then. Yeah. I don't drink them anymore because they're so bad for you. But yeah, yeah. I do Kill Cliff with CBD. We hear that at okay. CBD Jubilee. It's good. Yeah. Their yeah. orange flavor is good. I the like orange regular Kill Cliff? Mm-hmm. I am the fan of that. But when it's the CBD, I like the uh, berry flavor better. Okay, I'll have to try that. We carried it at the store because I was like, we should carry this because we carry Kill Cliff at the gym. Okay. But this is with CBD and, you know, it's a clean energy drink with CBD. Yeah. So we carried it there because I'm like, makes sense. But I, for some reason, the orange flavor with the CBD doesn't taste as good as the berry one does to me. Interesting. But I'm the orange. Now, do you guys um, carry any extract from, like, Kyle? Extract energy? No? Okay. I Because he has the CBD and non-CBD version. Yeah, and, and uh, I no. always loved that drink. The berry to me was my favorite. He's been really busy, so I haven't talked to him lately. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, got some it. in my fridge, I think, still because I, you know, yeah, I'm a, I'm yeah. a friend of mine's husband goes, "What's Sears selling now?" Yeah, <laughs> and I thought about that the other day, and I'm like, I am always selling something at all times. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Well, you sell things that work for you and you like. And, but and, in life, yeah. you know, now I'm selling the flatties events and that stuff, you know, yeah. trying to get money from people to all times. It seems like I'm like, God, yeah. I've been a hustler since birth, you know. I, yeah, right. I was always the top band candy salesman yeah, right. and all this stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know. Never realized I was going to make a career out of it. Yeah. yeah. A, yeah. A, a bet and a joke, I started car sales. I was like, oh, I should... I, I was working at a printing company in uh-huh. the 90s. I was like, oh, there's a car salesman job here at Hebler Nissan, you know, and I loved my Nissans, and I was like, I should go. And he's like, hired me on the spot. Uh, Only female. Didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet cleaned up, though. Yeah. And then I realized how dishonest it was mm. in car sales, so I yeah. bounced and went and sold hot tubs. Mm. That's pretty awesome, too. And then, yeah, and, and I was making, at the time, I was like in my 20s, or maybe, I was making like, $30,000 a year selling hot tubs. You yeah. know, I was like, ah. yeah. Guy left the hot tub sp- shop that I was at and started selling windows for champion windows. Hmm. And he's like, oh, they gave us the shirts. You don't have to buy them. And I just, you know, when I'm young, I'm like, oh, thank God I did because I got insurance with champion. It was right after I started there that I got diagnosed with MS. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. And so I sold windows and patio rooms for 14 years. I mean, I was wow. making six figures at 35 years old. Yeah. Killing it. Wow. Loved it. That's I loved awesome. it, you That's know. Awesome. Mm. So cancer, mm. poker table, the guy sitting next to me back to that story, yeah. he kept going, you're hilarious, you should do comedy. And he looked familiar. Like I said, like all the guys do. I don't know their names. I'm always like, hey, fucktard, what up, dickface? Yeah. Hey, you know, I can't remember <laughs> names. There's so many people, and I don't know, yeah, I don't know where I know them from. Well, I can go to any poker hall in the state, mm-hmm. and I know people there. Yeah. Up South Bend, I walk in up there. You know what I mean? It, yeah. And so, because I'm a poker player. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, even in California, I can go to poker rooms and know people. It's kind of, I mean, I'm not an addict or anything. Um, not at all, speaking of. <laughs> but um, So he kept just on me, you're hilarious, you're hilarious, you're hilarious. Yeah, see, I'm not an addict. That's my business card. 
Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, I love the QR code. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Good. Well, I have so many things of business cards, and so I change good. so much because yeah. I'm an ordained minister. I'm so many things. That's awesome. I'm a lot of things. That's but awesome. he kept on me about, you're funny, you're funny. And I, he was in a hand, and his drink came. He bought, bought a soda, and I was out of water. And so I, I gave her five bucks and mm-hmm. said there. And he kept trying to throw me his money. And I said, I don't want your damn money. Mm-hmm. I got him his water. And he's like, what's your name? And I'm like, Sears. And I had a card cover that had breast cancer. And he's like, oh, you're a survivor. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, good on you. Just playing, you know. He's yeah. like, seriously, you're hilarious. And I'd come from a lady's house getting something from the garage sale sites on Facebook, Marketplace, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, look at this cat. I took a picture of it. I said, this lady paid six grand for this cat. You know how much pussy I can get for six grand? He's like, you are freak. And I was just talking. It's just how I talk. Yeah, yeah. I'm a funny person. I don't know how to write jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. And um, I said, somebody, it was when Snapchat had just started. And some mm. guy at the end of the table was going, and he said, McAfee. And I was like, you do look like Pat McAfee. And he goes, oh, I get told that a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so I just went about my business. Why would Pat McAfee be sitting next to me at the American Legion playing one, two Texas Hold'em? <laughs> just man of the people. And, yeah, this was early on, too. Nobody knew. It was right when he started doing comedy. Okay. So people don't know him like they do now. Yeah, you know? yeah. Hell, I don't know him now. I can't. You know, somebody just, my, my great nephew's dad said, can you get us an autograph or a picture with him? I was like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can get a picture with me if you want. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm this much famous. Yeah, yeah. I like your dick. I'm this much. Nah. No, I don't know. <laughs> but um, um, so finally at the end, I was like, what is your first name? He's like, it's Patrick. I'm Irish, just Pat. And I looked at him and I said, you're a motherfucker. He just yeah. started laughing. And so. So unassuming. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I called a friend of mine, Penny Lane, who did ran an open mic. And I was like, what do you think? And she's like, absolutely you should. So I got on her open mic and I headlined it because I had 40 people in the audience and that was all that was there. Yeah. And I tweeted him. Still, I look at things right here. Yeah. I never look at people for how big they are, or famous ones mm-hmm. or any. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't know if a famous, half the famous, I wouldn't know Pink walked up to me. Yeah. yeah I right. just don't focus on that too much, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so... I tweeted him and said, hey, I, I'm going to do it. And he's like, oh, you're going to kill it. You know, I know you will. And I, mm-hmm. so I asked him to come. I didn't think anything. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why couldn't he come? You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. And, um, and then he opened. So I, I did that. And I opened, uh, did that. That was my first time on stage. And then he was at Morty's doing a show. And I was like, I've never seen him. So I got tickets. Uh-huh. And I, my friend that I bet on the Ohio State game with yeah, yeah. her and her girlfriend and another friend of mine. We I had four tickets and we went, her and I went to the bar next to Morty's. I said, we got to get there early because it's first come, first serve because I had done an open mic once okay. at Morty's. And so I was like, we got to get over there. People are showing up. You know, I want to be up close, you know. Yeah. Um, and so we sat there and, and, you know, he didn't acknowledge me. He was It was his album recording. He had like two shows that weekend, a Friday and a Saturday. Okay. And, um, he didn't acknowledge me sitting there, of course. You know, he was doing a show and his album recording. I mean, he couldn't, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Had to work. I went out, started my car. I parked in handicap because I wasn't walking very well then. Yeah. After my breast cancer, my MS got really bad. And I gave them a hug. And for some reason, I went, my, something in me said, go back in. And I went back in, and almost everybody was cleared out. And he was standing there. I was like, "Don't be a creeper. Act like you forgot something in the in the, in the showroom." And I was like, "Feeling all your pockets." I was like, "Where is?" No, I didn't. Yeah. But I walked in. I was like, and he's like, "Sears," or maybe Lisa. I don't know what yeah, he yeah. called me then. But um, and I was like, "Hey," and he's, "Are you still doing comedy?" I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "You want to open for me tomorrow night?" I was like, 
Are you awesome. serious? And he's like, yeah, but you better kill it. I said, I will. That's awesome. And he, he... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I may or may not have shit myself that next day when I opened for him during the day, but... <laughs> hey, as long as it's not on stage. Right? No. no not like Bert's on before. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I opened for him my sixth time ever on stage. His sold-out show. And then two That's weeks so later, cool. Sean Latham, the $20 chef, oh, yeah. opened for him. Yeah. And I... I don't know. This isn't how you do comedy. You're not supposed to reach out to the headliners. I sent him an Instagram message because I'd met him there. Mm -hmm. I See, I don't look at people as famous famous. I just look at people as people. Yep. And I said, hey, do you happen to have a five-minute uh, you know, uh, guest set for your – I ran the light on Pat, I think. And no, I think I ran the light because I didn't know any different. Mm -hmm. And I ran the light. Um, and he goes, yeah, but you got to stick to a tight five. He said, your boy's opening. Pat hosted the night that I got to open for Sean and introduced me. Oh, wow. On stage and gave me a hug. He's like, my friend, Lisa Sears. And then gave me a hug and said, shook my hand as I came up on stage. That's cool. Wow. Just, yeah. And then he talked about me on his podcast. Yeah. Now, I mean, he knows me if he sees me, but I mean, you can't get to him. Sure. Yeah. Everyone's trying. I, I don't even try. Yeah. People try to yeah. get to him from me and I'm like, stop. Yeah. And it's like he doesn't want that. Either. I've got like, a want I've that. got a, yeah. I've got a, a jersey, a, a female jersey of his, of a friend of mine that died of breast cancer. His, his, her mom gave it to me. It was like here, you know. Mm -hmm. I have kept that out because if I see him, I'd love to get him to autograph it for her, her mom. Oh, I don't want cool. it. I don't want that jersey. Yeah, that would I mean, be cool. there's nothing I'm going to do with that jersey. I have a jersey that's Pat McAfee. That's the only one I wear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was before I even met him. That's the only one I wore because, like I said, the gay pride games and everything else. Mm -hmm. it was, oh, and when I was a week out of my breast cancer surgery, my mastectomy, I went up to Colts camp. And him and Overton stayed after until every last person got their autograph that wanted wow. it. And everybody else was showered and gone and eating dinner and already. And I was like, that's the epitome of what a Colts player should be. Man of the people. Before he ever started comedy, before I met him. Yeah. And so he was my favorite player, you know, and I have his jersey. That's the only one I wore. Mm -hmm. Well, he talks a lot, you know, outside looking, and I've, I've never spoken to him, but from what I can tell is he's just a grateful guy. Mm -hmm. Like, he says the same thing. Like, he's like, my life is dumb. He's like, my life is so stupid that this is where I'm at. And he goes, I'm just appreciative of, of what it is. So mm -hmm. you think about, you know him, so you know his life and how mm -hmm. dumb it is. Mm -hmm. My yeah. life is as dumb on a lot lower scale level. Okay. I mean, it's so weird because he started, he spiraled my life into being uh, a very low-end version of his. <laughs> I don't know low-end version, but I mean, oh. you know, I'm in the jumble puzzle. I've been, I'm the mullet champion. I've been on an episode of Baskets with Zach Alphanakis. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm, I was good friends with Louis Anderson. Um, I, just dumb. I yeah. was a window salesman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I was hanging out with Al Unser Jr. and his wife yesterday because she's a flatty. You know, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's dumb. It doesn't yeah. make any sense all the time. I'm just like, is this real? I don't know. I, I feel is like you, you said it before though. You just love meeting people. And I you do. Lo you love learning people. Like the fact that you've taken that mindset, dumb things will happen. It is. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I got a picture with the guy when I was on the set of Baskets. Well, I went into hair and makeup, and the girls were like, mm. "Oh, Lisa, Louie told us all about us, you and." I hear him make him the guy sitting in the chair next to me goes who are you and I was like I'm nobody <laughs> <laughs> I'd never acted a day in my life yeah and I was on a set of baskets for FX and Hulu that's awesome never well I took a little acting class in college one just because I didn't want to take the other classes yeah I'm not very smart I got kicked out of IUI because I couldn't spell it 
<laughs> you know, that happens, well, hey. I guess. But yeah, so, I mean, he was like my friend on set all day. And mm-hmm. I was like, walk past the room. I was like, who is that standing in my spot? And he goes, you didn't lose your spot. That's your standing. And I'm like, what's that? Mm. That person had an agent get the part to play me. Yeah. What? It's crazy. And I'd never acted a day in my life. Come to find out, he's on Whose Line Is It Anyways and the co-host of Let's Make a Deal. Wow. Okay. See, I... Not bad. I didn't know who he was. Not bad. <laughs> See, I, I've told him, I, and we've had some I just other don't. guests. That I, don't. I think in, in my future somewhere, somewhere in my 30s, my acting career will start. Because not that I've never taken an acting class. We had a guy on the show. He he was in, like, Chicago PD for a while. He does uh, a lot of, like, career coaching and things. And I asked him, hey, where should I start? So he told me, hey, reach out to, like, find some managers, see if there's even just local commercial stuff. And we've had guys that are trying to get into directing. And I'm like, hey, if you ever need, need an act. Like, I work on impersonations, but I can keep a straight face. Oh, like, if you I'll, can do I'll impersonations, you're, you're golden, too, man, because not too many people can do that. Yeah, I've, I've really been working on... I can do on, one. I've been working on my Donald Trump. Um, I can do certain accents really well. I can do a good Irish and Russian. Uh, I've worked on my Joker, too. Heath Ledger version. So... McConaughey's in top. Yeah, but I I've watched other people do it, and I'm like, mine needs work. Uh, And I had I had you're your worst critic. You're always you're gonna be your worst critic to myself. My McConaughey is my favorite actor. Me here. It it needs work. Uh, See which line. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. (laughs) But it needs work. It's good. Yeah. It's funny you say him. Um, One of my flatty. Uh, family members she contacted me and she's like mm-hmm. she's an older lady and she's just amazing um, and she's like you know I know Camilla McConaughey I think that's her name is, it? is uh, it? Camilla yeah Camilla mm-hmm. McConaughey and I had to google who it was yeah. <laughs> I don't hey, yeah. know who people are I don't care I don't care. know who that is yeah. is that his it's, wife it's his, his wife who's, okay. who's yeah. A, yeah. like a, a supermodel she's oh. drop dead gorgeous Yeah, she's like big time model yeah. like super super model you know okay. and I was like oh oh um, no big deal she's like yeah I'm gonna message her soon they were in that airplane with the turbulence where people and I was just like okay wow yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's insane because I don't I don't I don't even watch TV I tried to watch Bert's new special because I've seen it live a couple of times it is so dangerous. well I've seen it live okay I've, yeah. You know, I, yeah. matter of fact, I couldn't go backstage to meet him in Fort Wayne because he was recording that week, and they wanted mm. to make sure there was nothing to get sick, nothing like that. And sure. I, I get that. You know, yeah. I'd seen him at Conseco, okay, like the week or so before sold out show. Yeah. I, I had tears in my eyes when I look at that nosebleed because when I first met Bert at Morty's, uh-huh. I don't think it was sold out even. It's phenomenal. When I first got my first topless picture with him, yeah. I yeah, saw that picture. Yeah, I have like hilarious. I have like so many of them. Though. And everybody's like, "Oh, you're good friends with Bert." And I'm like, "No, nah, not really." He knows who I am. When yeah. he sees me, he's like, "Hey, you know." Yeah. And um, but it's just I didn't know who he was. I just had a free Friday night, and I got a, I get into comedy clubs for free, being a comedian. Mm-hmm. And I just went, and people were all taking their topless pictures with him. And I'm like, I told my buddy who I played poker with for 15, 20 years that yeah. works there. I was like, I want a topless picture with him. He's like, hey, this is serious. She wants to topless picture with you. And Bert's like, hell yeah. And I take my shirt off. He's like, oh, you're a badass. Because he was expecting to see tits, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh. Yeah. So the next year I went and saw him at Morty's. He's like, hey, guys, check out these tits. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I, every time, it, you know, he knows me like that. It's like yeah. Pat knows me. Yeah. But. Yeah. He'll recognize you. Yeah. I don't 
Haley. Yeah, not going over. Sunday I know Bert's and... tour manager now, though, at least. So That's cool. she's pretty yeah. cool. She's pretty badass. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell you, I'll get off subject. I'm glad you yeah. got a computer to keep us on. It's all good. <laughs> well, I was gonna say because I love, I love when we just get into it. Yeah. yeah. But Sears, just real quick, and I do want to get into the flatties, the flat out yeah, love. I, I do want to get into all that. But for our listeners, introduce yourself real quick. Who are you? How do we get here? And then, oh, I mean, wow. they, they've heard a lot. Yeah. But uh, I, introduce yourself. I'm yeah. Sears. Um, people that know me know me. Uh, some call me Lisa uh, with two S's because what? MySpace, you didn't have to have your first name. Some people only knew me as Sears. They didn't. I nice. mean, I've been called Sears all my life, but like yeah. Pat introduced me as Lisa Sears and that yeah. kind of stuff. Because when I started comedy, I didn't know if it would be weird coming on stage. Sears. Yeah. Like when Mario Lopez had me on for the mullet championship, he's like, Sears, like the store? And that's one of my jokes <laughs> because Louie told me, he said, first thing, don't say hi, how you doing? Come out, make fun of your last name and tell him you're gay. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, my name is Sears and no, I'm no relation to the store because if I were, they wouldn't have been called Snap-on Tools. <laughs> so my pronouns are Sears because I don't care what you call me. Call me yeah. a bitch, call me a cunt, call me what him, her. I don't care. Right on. Yeah. Just say it nice. Yeah. That's all I care about. With, Just be with nice. With a tone of endearment. Well, you know, they say don't, you know, don't use Lord's name in vain. You can use Lord's name all you want. Just don't use it in vain. It's that means the tone mm-hmm. of how you use it. In my opinion. Okay. Yeah. You know, and so it's the same thing. You know, if you call me a cunt, we're friends. I don't care. I don't care if you, you know, yeah. if somebody across the room goes, "Hey, Dyke." Did you figure that out on your own? I mean, how you doing? Yeah. There's no word you can say that's going to offend me because I try to take the power out of the words. Mm-hmm. But I also know what I look like. I mean. I've seen Pat from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> so, I mean, right? Yeah. I'll, well, I'll go to any restroom. But I'll go to the closest restroom there is. I don't give a shit. You've yeah. asked me if I'm in the wrong restroom all my life. So I'm going to go to whichever restroom is close. I'm not going to fight you on it because guess yeah. what? Yeah. It's my option now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm born and raised in Beach Grove, Indiana. Go Hornets. Okay. Um, still love my, my Grove people, and I'm still friends with people I've been friends with since – kindergarten that's awesome and we get together at least once a month and that's cool. i mean i was at a funeral of a friend whose mother just passed last night in beach grove and i mean we know we all know each other and we mm-hmm. you know we see each other all the time not just for funerals but you know we still hang out yeah. and it's cool coming from a small town like that and being friends with your friends that have been through everything with you yeah you know i mean together all the way yeah. um i moved to the north side because i started selling windows like i said for champion up on the north side and I'm a poker player, so I ran my own free roll poker league at the bars. I mean, I know everybody at all the bars. They all yeah, know me. I don't cool. drink. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm in there doing poker or comedy. Better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they all. I know. All, I know the regulars, the bar regulars. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, but I just. I don't know. I'm. I'm just. You can't describe me. Yeah. I'm just serious. Which is cool. I'm just serious. Yeah. That's why people all the do. You want to do. And that it's fulfill you. Yeah. It's funny because uh, I've gone by Sears all my life. My mom's been gone for 20-something, 20 years, and I've gone by Sears. My license plate from the 90s says Sears on it, you know. And um, I was at a friend's house years and years ago before I ever did comedy or anything. And her daughter goes, what's that? When I was walking up, she goes, that's a Sears. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's so perfect because just Sears, that's it. And, you know, and I was supposed to write a book. I need to write it. And Louis was going to do the foreword, and him and I decided the name of it was going to be Just Sears. Nice. Because... You can't. I'm an ordained minister. I'm a jumble puzzle cartoon character. I'm. Uh, I, so many different mm-hmm. things that you're not going to get it all if you try to describe me. Yeah. You know, I'm the mullet champion. 
proud of that. Yeah. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. when, when was I'm that? I'm so proud of that. It's so when dumb. Was that? That's awesome. It was last year for the Indiana State Fair. And I was like, can I lose this competition? It was like it was made just for me. You got a rocking mullet. Like. Oh, you know what? When you have a mullet, you got to have thick skin. Mm-hmm. I read yeah. a meme once that said, if somebody with a mullet says they don't give a fuck, believe them. <laughs> and it's true. I mean, you wouldn't believe the harassment. I had friends. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. I wanted to go from chemo ball to mullet, but twat level was like, you know, cut your hair. It looks like shit. So I did dumb why you ever do anything that somebody tells you to do is dumb yeah. but it wasn't the right time and then a couple of years later i was like i'm not going back to you know i it's, I, it's I, fantastic i had done the pink on the yeah. top because a friend of mine got diagnosed with breast cancer and she yeah. didn't have to go through chemo so i wasn't going to shave it and so i went pink nice. and that's when i was starting comedy you know actually nice. i think when i opened for pat it wasn't pink yet okay and uh and so I did that, and then my hairdresser, when I started growing the mold, she goes, "Can we? what do you think about doing in the back? I was like, no, no, just the top, because yeah. I, I never wore pink a day in my life. Okay. It's <laughs> 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 fucking infused. <laughs> it is so dumb. If I see something pink, it's dumb. But when it's, there's something pink and orange, I'm going to buy hey, it. You I don't have it. You never have it. wore pink a day. I, ugh. My friends would like, you know, look cute in that pink shirt. And I'm like, it's salmon. <laughs> <laughs> or a GoPro dad, it's fine. Oh. Well, that salmon. stinks. Well, we saw this. Oh, yeah, we're good. It's right yeah, here, real yeah, close up. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you want to adjust, you can adjust well, as much as matter. you want. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, hey, you're damn right. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, somebody's like, oh, that's offensive. And I'm like, Let's, it's a hairstyle. You're comparing my hairstyle. Mm-hmm. To a group of people who's offensive. Yeah. All my black friends that I asked, um, they were like, "That's fucking awesome." That person, they need skin half as thick as yours. Yeah. No, quite yeah, a lot. Of you people. know, but hey, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's it's crazy because life hands you some shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's you do or you don't. Yeah. You know what? What is it? You embrace the suck or the suck will embrace you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I made friends at the cancer center. A lot of these people that go through cancer they're like oh i don't want to go there uh i go up there just to visit if i have a doctor's appointment i'm the, i i i plan for my doctor's appointment for about 45 minutes because usually they're running late or an hour mm-hmm. but i plan to be there almost all day because i yeah. go visit with everybody wow yeah. <laughs> hang out i got to see my own co- or my breast surgeon because they found a little lump and they had to go get an ultrasound we're oh, clear we're yeah, all clear good um but i hadn't seen her since like 2018 and i'll tell you what her and her nurse that's still there her nurse saw me and she's like, Lisa, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like little kids were like, ah, so excited That's to see so each funny. other. And I mean, they both cried at one point because they were with the whole flatties thing. They didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't know there was a community of us. Mm. Yeah. So let's get in, let's get more into, into the flatties. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know you're, That's you're, what I'm passionate about. Yeah. yeah. That, that is your thing. It is. Uh, people that have fought cancer, you know, they're flat now. Yeah. Where, so obviously you were highly motivated to help people like that. Yeah. What was your, did you originally plan for it to become what it has? Mm-mm. So no. what did it look like when you first started idea and where do you want to take it? So yeah, jump back And real tell quick. me what it is. Okay. Yeah. So I refused to do radiation during my chemo journey. And she goes, well, then you can't do a lumpectomy. And I'm like, fine, take it and take them both. Cause I have MS. You're not going to leave me with one. I already fall down enough. I don't want to be off balance. <laughs> they weren't very big. I went off. You know, I lost about five pounds total. I had somebody say, "Oh, yeah, I remember fourteen each," and I was like, "What?" Jeez. What? 
my other friend, her bra, she gets Strong it out back. there in lives, and she puts just one of the cups on her whole head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I can't even imagine, you know. But So I was like, just cut them off. And it just was what it was. Mm-hmm. And I posted a picture a year to the date of my diagnosis, and people reported me from nudity. And I was like, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing it for other yeah. people. And um, so they kept reporting me. And, of course, Facebook said, no, you're fine. There's no nudity. You're okay. Yeah. And so I was like, don't tell me what not to do because I'll do the opposite. So Topless mm-hmm. Tuesday started. Excellent. <laughs> I started Excellent. doing topless pictures, oh, yeah. posting them every Tuesday. And then, you know, I had a couple of friends that took my picture throughout the journey, you know, through their journey to go flat. Uh-huh. Never thought anything about it. Didn't know there was a community of flatties. Never thought anything about it. I just, whatever. Yeah. You know. And then I found, in 2019, I found a Facebook group, uh, Flatties Unite, I believe it was. And um, then I heard about this Flatties meetup uh, retreat in California in March of 2020. Mm Mm-hmm. I was one of the last studio live studio audience members of the Elvin show before the lockdown. I mean, wow. we were there. I came home and we locked down. Wow. It was that close too. Yeah. And I was like, wow. These are my people. Yeah. I don't know. It, something just clicked. It changed me. It really did. Seeing somebody I saw somebody who the Grace Project is a, an amazing human. She's out of New York. She's not a survivor, but she does photos of all breast cancer survivors and usually just with draped with a cloth. Okay. And uh, matter of fact, she's done the, uh, you know, Ambrose, we just lost him, but there's a picture of him. You know, he's a breast cancer survivor, which mm-hmm. you guys, men get breast cancer and you don't check it enough. And so it gets a lot worse, a lot quicker. Interesting. Just like blacks die at a higher rate because they don't get the same care. So there's a lot of things that, you know, men get breast cancer. Is there, is there a recommended age to have that checked? Or well, was... you know, they always say mammograms aren't until you're 40. I know 25-year-olds that have had it twice. Hmm breast cancer you know um, a friend a guy I know I, he passed of brain cancer because his breast cancer metastasized he was in his 20s Jeez. is that yeah. something a GP can like check for you he or? got the well he got the gene from his father okay. so there's a BRCA gene test okay. if you have it in your family I mean it's worth yeah checking I don't know that, that I know I don't, of in my family well but I'll, I don't I'll know check. all that well you know yeah. just check your cans if you find a knot you yeah. know just fill around I mean I don't have a problem well yeah no fill around just yeah. you know self exam just like women do yeah. every mm-hmm. month you know yeah. you should self exam yourself I don't mm-hmm. know I never self examed yeah um, my twat waffle and I were driving in the car and I said something smart like she backhanded me I said real funny when I get breast cancer I'd said it a hundred times because they used to tell us if you got hit in the tit you could get cancer Jeez. I used to have to wear cups in my sports bra when I boxed Oh, wow. And there was a knot. I was like, oh, what's yeah. that? You know? Yeah. I was like, hmm. But yeah. so I never thought about it. And I met these people. But when she did these Grace Project pictures, I saw people, like, be reborn. Have you ever seen it in church where they get reborn, they get dunked, and they're oh. all reborn? Yeah, yeah. Half that's fake. <laughs> you know, he's doing it because his wife, you know, is making him. Or whatever. The kids mm-hmm. don't understand it. Or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know. Not all of it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's not all. Um, I am a believer. It's just, you know. Yeah. But this is something you can't fake. It is something that, I don't know. It, it was the most incredible thing I'd ever seen. Um, the second one I went to was after the Rona. And uh, one of the girls, she was. I said, are you ready? And she's like, I can't do it seriously. And I was like, yeah, you can. She's like, I can't take my top off in public. I was like, yeah, you can. You don't have boobs. It's okay. <laughs> I can't. And then I got the, the shoot for the group moved up because I had to take one of my other flatty sisters to meet with 
somebody from uh, I don't know what is that Black Panther or something like that one of the directors oh, yeah. she was meeting with him okay. it's her short film that I'm in nice. short film that I'm in but um, I was like oh by the way the group picture and everybody's throwing their shirts off so she's like okay and she did it and she did it the next day she came up to the hotel and I she's like knocked on the door and I was like or on the gate and I was like come her come around and she's like I can't so I got out and walked around and she's sitting there with her t-shirt in her hand shivering and crying she had gone down to get her son's t-shirts on the boardwalk there in Venice uh-huh. saw a henna tattoo artist and asked him if he would do a tattoo on her chest she took her shirt off and let him do a henna tattoo and walked all the way up the boardwalk all the way past this halfway house of these guys that were all like yeah I turn yeah. her on and everything good for her and, so awesome. and just crying and now you can't get her to put her shirt on <laughs> it's it was so Honey, it's 20 degrees outside. <laughs> Our nips aren't hard. It's okay. <laughs> you know, but it was the most, it is something that most people can't even imagine seeing. It is, mm-hmm. it's one of the most incredible things. And I was in Colorado with Ryan, our friend, mm-hmm. and um, cultivating my strain, picking out which one I wanted to start with. Yeah. And I, there was one that was kind of, she was broken and everything. And I said, I want her. And he's mm-hmm. like, I said, we're all broken. So we tied her up. I've never tied a woman up until then. (laughs) (laughs) But we tied her up, and I went to cross her with ACDC because that's what helped me walk again because it's very high in CBD. It's a THC strain, but it's very high in CBD. Okay. It's mainly CBD. But when you put the two together, as you probably know, when you put them together, CBD and THC, they do this. The THC goes up and the – or the CBD goes up and the THC goes down. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're too high and you use CBD, it'll bring you back down. Yeah, yeah. But – so that's what I I got that – that one plant we were mixing with the ACDC because then it would be high in CBD. Nice. And um, he took us up to the top of the Grand Mesa, the largest flat top mountain in the world. That's cool. And I was like, what? You have to. I called my yeah. friend uh, that I met in California at the Flatties event, and another Flatty, and I said, what do you think we could put on the largest Flatties meetup in the world on top of the largest flat top mountain in the world? She's like, we can get probably 40 people there. I was like, no, 200. Yeah. She's like, Sears and I'm like 200 because I I'm just overachiever and I dream big yeah and um, so we got that plan started a group called flat out love Um, I had started that kind of a little bit before that but um, that's what it was for Mm -hmm. and it's become so much more than that we put that on and we changed over 100 lives Um, that's awesome and they we have a picture of like 100 of us without our shirts on up there most of them had never met somebody flat they didn't know other people lived like them they don't know people are living without breasts because a lot of people, and, and no offense to at all, they wear prosthetics because they think they have to have those. Mm. It's what makes them feel better. Yeah. I have good friends. A friend of mine got diagnosed from high school because she went and got her mammogram because I was posting about it back mm. in 14. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to get my mammogram because of you, Sears. Then I got a text and said, who's your team? I want the best. And I was like, Jeez. I started bawling like I gave it to her. Yeah. I know I didn't. You know, but I was like, well, I gave it to her. You know, and I was just so upset. But, I mean, it actually helped her. Yeah. But um, she wears prosthetics all the time. I've had this group now since, I don't know, um, a couple about a year and a half. Okay. I just now invited her to the group because I forget she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. I saw her in the class reunion. She goes, "You know I'm flat." And I was like, "Oh my god, I was at your surgery. <laughs> forget. Yeah. Hey, you know. I forget because I, yeah, I, I see you and you have boobs. Right. To me, I you know, or you don't, you know. Right. And right. so it's just like I forget. But but yeah, I mean, because a lot of people wear prosthetics because it's what makes them feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Mm-hmm. And until we normalize flat as being a real thing, 
Yeah. People are still going to be hiding, and that's what's going to make them comfortable. Yeah. yeah. You know. So what's what's the size of your group at now? Well, uh, as of today, I think it was three thousand seventy-two. Wow. wow. Yeah, in a so year and a half. So that, do you have like a Facebook page for it? Yes, a LinkedIn but, page? Yes and no. Okay, so um, we do have a Facebook page. Like uh-huh. Good Morning America called me about our event in Colorado. Wow. And she said, how can I see the page? I said, you can't. You can't. You can't get in unless you're flat because it's a safe space. Because guess what I brought okay. over? Topless Tuesday. Nice. And yeah, these yeah. people right out of surgery doing their first Topless Tuesday wow. and taking their shirts off. And a lot of them are like, because of this group, I'm comfortable being me. And this, and this, and this. A friend of mine that works at the Fig Leaf at the Cancer Center here in Indy, she fit, she fits prosthetics. Mm-hmm. I met her at, anyways, long story. We won't go into it. Um, but she usually wears her foobs, as I call them, fake boobs, you okay. know, your foobs, <laughs> prosthetics. And she does a fitting. She does the fitting for them at the Cancer Center. She's the one that fits people for their foobs. Mm-hmm. She's wearing her foobs 60% less now. Wow. I walked into the cancer center and like to visit, you know. And I walked into the the fig leaf and she's like, "Look!" and she didn't have a minute. I I I really almost started crying and I was just so proud of her. And I said, "Do not blow smoke up my ass." Yeah. Are you doing that? Wearing them less now because of the group? And she's like, "Absolutely." Yeah. And That's I just, great. yeah, one of the girls um, that came to Cal Colorado with me, we did a polar bear plunge in the in the Beaver Lake up there in October. Nice. It was very cold. Oh, I believe it. And I was like, everybody's like, oh, I can't do that. And I said, you're right, because you said you can't. If you say you can or you say you can't, you are correct. Yeah. And I'm like, besides, your nipples aren't going to get hard. Quit being babies about it, you know. <laughs> right. So she went in with me, and she had never taken her shirt off in public until Colorado. Mm-hmm. The next weekend, she went to a breast cancer walk-up in Michigan without her shirt on, with a dress and a crown. It said, you know, it's the narrative that needs changing. Mm-hmm. And she's like it's addicting i said i know right it's hard to put it back on right and shirt on because people come up other people catch on to it when she was up well people kept coming up to her and telling her how brave she was and it was like oh my god i'm flat Mm -hmm. and because they don't know anybody's out there kathy bates is a flatty but you don't know it because she has to wear prosthetics when she acts Hmm. okay did you watch i don't think i know kathy bates did you watch disjointed just no disjointed was she in the office yeah, she had like she Which was in there for she? a couple episodes. She was in I, misery. I don't watch a lot of TV, so that's that's. Is the it word misery? I know from. Is it misery yeah. when she broke that guy's legs misery, or whatever? I don't know. Have you seen yeah. Disjointed? Uh. Uh-uh. Your cannabis person hasn't seen Disjointed. I yeah, I have a hard time sitting down and just. No, watching you stuff. can watch this. There's little bitty clips. Okay. Uh, they're like half an hour show, right. but it's about a dispensary. Okay. And she's the she's the owner. She's the hippie. You know, she's really? a hippie. Yeah, and Tone Bell is the security guard. He's a comedian. I met him at Morty's. Okay. Um, Dude, we gotta go to Morty's. We're missing out. Uh, on it's Morty's. it's gone. What, what part of town is it? It's gone. We're not going to Morty's. It's Tim. gone. It's gone. There's Panera there. It's down at Keystone the Crossing. Well, Panera, you know, oh, what Panera that's does where it has to be. Okay. Panera, they have great hazelnut coffee. Is what Panera's got. Don't get this got. man started on the hazelnut. coffee. <laughs> oh, I don't drink coffee, so. <laughs> oh, I neither. Me <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, that's like me with gambling. I don't gamble. Kramer. I'm not. I'm not as bad as it all. Scan that here. Scan it. Somebody goes, are you really an addict? I'm like, here's my card. You figured it out. <laughs> well, I'll have, to, I'll have to play with you sometime because uh, mm. I love poker. Oh, I love I, uh, my, my nana, she taught my brother and I when we were young. And they had a, a spot next to my parents in Michigan. And so we learned everything from just straight up 
regular poker to penny nickel poker and stuff. Seven card stud, five card stud. We'd play deuces wild, spit in the ocean. All these games. There's we'd a, have our jars of change. Yeah, and that's my mess. mom taught us that. My my my, my second cousin. She messaged me on Facebook the other day, and she's an adult now. She has two kids and everything, and, and a wife. And she's like. Why did Aunt Patty Ann know how to play poker? I said, because my parents were into politics, and they always had the Hudnut, the Mayor Hudnut, and Bosma used to, gave me a flag that hung over the state house of Indiana one time. I don't know where it's at. I think it gave it away. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, um, but because of that, so she taught us penny nickel poker, and you know, and that's how I learned. My yeah. mom gambled some. She wasn't an addict like I am, but <laughs> no, you're not an addict. I am. It's bad. <laughs> I can't I stop. Trying to, I was trying to come no, back. <laughs> no, I, I am. I mean, I admit it. You know, I know. It's that's why I try to play free roll poker all the time. Okay. I try to go to the free games at yeah, the bars. Yeah, Because yeah, nice. that fills my need. Yeah. But like tomorrow, there's a free roll at Speedway, and it's a thousand dollar guarantee. I think I'll probably go there. I mean, why not? Yeah. Right. Why wouldn't you try? Right. But no. Uh, so the flatties, though. I mean, it is. There are my buddy, who's my stage director, because I did an indie friend show called scars okay and um he was my stage director and we were playing i met him at poker and we were playing a free roll poker over at bugsy's god rest their soul bugsy's just closed r.i.p whatever um good part but we're sitting there and he goes how many flatties do you think there are and i never see i don't think of things i just i just go about my business and do it and i was like there's two of them in this bar playing poker with you right now, and I never even thought about it. it never dawned on me because we're not her and I are not like friends. We're acquaintances. Sure. We play poker against each other. Sure. She's she's been sober for 28 years. That's her life. Okay. It's sobriety. She doesn't talk about her cancer. Yeah. I didn't know she was a Vladi until somebody pointed it out. So it wasn't like anything like most people come to me and, hey, I'm going through this, you know, or whatever. Right. And I was like, well, there's two of us sitting here playing poker with you right now, and I've known her for played against her for years and years and years. And I said, I know at least 15 flatties in my real life, not from the group. And it's probably closer to 20 or so now because mm. people keep contacting me outside of the flatty community. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I know one that's just getting ready to go through, start her chemo next week, I think. Mm-hmm. She's going flat. Um, but I have known probably six to seven of them that, for over 20 years Wow, that are flat now. And, you know, and I do push flat because of the fact that it is the safest. Whether, you know, oh, if implants were 100% safe, let's let's say they're not. Let's say they were. Let's make sure. believe. Yeah. You know, there's Disney and stuff out there still. <laughs> so we can make believe that. I love Aladdin. Right? <laughs> let's, let's make believe that implants are perfect and you only have to have one surgery. Mm-hmm. You don't. Um, flat is the safest because you do one surgery, maybe two for a revision. Mm-hmm. That's it. Wow. Implants, you have to do surgery after surgery after surgery. You have to get them replaced every 10 years. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buds. And a lot of people, they do the, the expanders, which hurt like hell. From what, It's not my story, but this is what I know from everybody that I see. Sure. And, I mean, they hurt like hell. And then they can cause MS. They can cause lupus. They can cause all kinds of autoimmune diseases. Wow. I have a friend that from Beach Grove that just got hers taken out. She had them because she had them, not because of cancer. Yeah. She has MS Wow. now wow. because of those implants. Well, Danica Patrick just got hers taken. There's out. another one, yeah. And, and I don't, I don't That's, remember. Hers was she breast implant, almost. Yep. Uh, some serious issues. I, I forget. Yeah. But I know she's super into her health. Christina Applegate. I guarantee, if she got those things removed, she would get a lot better. I'm not familiar with her either. She's from Dead to Me. 
It's a newer the show. She was on. Familiar. She was on uh, Married with Children, I believe. Okay. Yeah, it sounds familiar. I just I can't. But she's real sick with her MS and real sick. Like MS, I could be wrong. I've never seen MS hit you and then go as bad as it has like that. Yeah. And you think if she's she sick? Got sick. Hers oh, I'm I'm ninety nine percent positive she got hers removed. She would get a lot better. Would it cure her? I don't know. Yeah. The one I was telling you about that in Michigan that took her shirt off and mm-hmm. she had implants. And okay. there's a surgeon in Michigan that only does explants. Now, explain how a surgeon is so backed up that the only thing he can do is explants. Yeah. And that's, I mean, he's so booked up, that's all he does is take out implants. That's crazy. Wow. That's my friend from TikTok. We got her set up up there. Wow. She goes in Nashville, Tennessee, and she's like, I, because those other doctors weren't respecting her. And I said, go to him. She was like, he, you have to pay out of pocket. She just paid her last payment. And we, I said, she goes, but I got to go up there and travel. And I said, you have a whole flat family now. We'll get you some place to stay. Yeah. We did a map, and I crashed it because we have so many people on it. But people were marking themselves in the map within the group and finding flatties around them. That's awesome. And they've done little meetup groups throughout different cities and stuff. So we did Colorado. And we did the largest flatties meetup in Colorado, which was more than I could have ever asked for in Pathwater. Yeah. They do the aluminum water bottles at gas stations. Okay. So you can refill them. It's usually all I... It's the only ones I use now. I don't use plastic ones. Yeah. They donated to us. They're going to donate again this year. That's cool. We had a fashion show. Tomboy X makes more unisex-type clothing for people like me that want to wear boxers that don't want to wear men's boxers, mm-hmm. though. And they have a uniboob sports bra for when you have one boob only. Okay. They even have a sports bra for that. And they donate a lot of clothes. And then Ana Ono does after mastectomy bras and stuff if you have implants even you know and stuff okay, like that cool. and they do flat and they donate so we did a flashing show to make these people know these flatties and know that you know what you're still beautiful mm-hmm. and, and they just it gave them so much confidence that's cool and I've asked a couple of the spouses since they've been home you know what's the difference oh so much more confidence it is so cool to see it's yeah. just I never expected <laughs> to be doing this yeah. and what I've done and, and you know a friend of mine at the bakery opening yesterday she said you're changing lives. I said, I know. You are. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, know I am. A group of 3,000, that's not nothing. Seriously. Well, there's a lot more of them out there. Yeah. There's so many out well, I'm there. I'm saying that you're directly in contact oh, with Oh, yeah. Them and these people now. are just like, so this year, what I need an RV for is there's a lot of them because all the meetups have always been in California. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the money, you don't go because it's, it's expensive. Yeah. Um, and then we did the Colorado one, and then they've done one. There was a flatty ball in Chicago, but it was like $125 for a dinner. Yeah. People can't afford that. Right. Um, we got one hundred twenty-five dollars for the four nights in California or Colorado on in the on the mountain in a in a lodge and everything. One hundred twenty-five dollars for yeah. four nights. Yeah. And um, so this year, there's still so many people that can't travel, can't afford it. We want to take this RV. And we're going to go through thirty-five cities throughout the U.S. in a fifty-five wow. day time period, and go like outline it. We're going like. Ohio, the dunes, up to the UP, mm-hmm. down to St. Paul, down, you know, St. Louis, um, over all the way over back over to Grand Mesa because we're going to stay there for the night because cool. we loved it so much there. And then we're yeah. going to go up through Seattle, down California, over Dallas, Arkansas, Florida, all the way up yeah. and end it. We have Canadians have already booked two cabins. The Canadian flatties have already booked two cabins for the Ohio meetup. Our Mexican flatie that came to Colorado, her and her cabin mates have already booked uh, Nashville's meetup. Cool. And then the, some of the mix or the color, uh, Canadian flatties are going to the the final stop up in uh, Niagara Falls, 
and we have people following us along and tailgating that's awesome. to these meetups and stuff that is awesome it's just it's yeah we have like a, a fan group almost you know they're bringing their, yeah. their yeah. cars and following us one's coming from california and following us from ohio all the way back to california where she lives yeah it's insane and so these people are so alone and we don't have the money so we're coming to them yeah mm-hmm. and i i got a text from katie and she's like i'm crying because I'm in a wheelchair now, and I didn't think I'd ever get to a Flatties meetup, and you guys are coming right to me. That's cool. Oh, yeah, that's it, it's. I, I got to imagine it's beyond anything I could have ever imagined. This is not what we set out to do. Yeah, <laughs> but like yeah. at all. But what's more fulfilling than that? Oh, yeah. there's not. You know? It's it's twenty four seven what I do basically yeah. almost. I mean, I'm at the poker table. Yeah. On the phone with the Flatties. You're wheeling and dealing in all the ways. I'm selling hey. like I always yeah. have. But yeah. yeah, and that you know, I I was hoping we'd have an RV donated by now. Yeah. Still working on that. I'll uh, I'll reach yeah. out to my but I haven't talked to him for a while. But I'll I'll send him something like, Hey, this is what's going on. There's three if, of us. If, if you can't, you know, do you know someone who who might help yeah. out with this? But I gotta imagine if you market this thing I've I would gotta think work on a pitch tra- deck. Now. I would think you would get traction. Well, and, I was, and uh a thought comes to mind, Charlie Rocket. He's got that that dream bus of his, mm. and so I would think maybe just shoot him a message. Have you heard Who? about Charlie Rocket? So he's this uh, this kid. He's, he's all an about, influencer, probably, huh? He is, but he's all about like um, manifestation. And mm. so he manifestation had, is real. He, he had like a, a tumor or something. Maybe it wasn't. He had some. He had his trauma as well. Medical issue mm-hmm. where he had to lose a bunch of weight to help his his uh, his issue. And now changes he, he takes this bus. I forget what he calls it, but he'll go around and people will send in a dream. Maybe someone is super sick and wants to meet someone. Kind of like a make-a-wish. Yeah, he makes it happen. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, you know, if your friend can get in Who touch with... Who is that? It's Charlie Rocket. Charlie Rocket. Yeah. And so, I don't know, I'm just... It, no, it no, no. came to mind that if, if he got one of this... He'd probably love to help with something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just it's, you're making so much good change, and that's what he's about. And if your friend can get in touch with Camilla McConaughey, I think you guys could get well. Here's the, the thing. Of, of here's the thing. I don't people. like to use the famous people I know. I hate reaching out. Well, I yeah. did finally. I was like Alan Sir Junior's wife, mm-hmm. the race car driver, of course. Yeah, yeah. She's a flatty. Yeah. And I reached out. I said, "Okay, I don't normally do this, but I need your help." Yeah. And so her and I went and whiteboarded this trip and everything and to get sponsorships yesterday yeah. and um, because I'm just ideas I have like 10 notebooks and I just because I'm like oh I need a notebook and I've got 10 of them going and sure. I, I gotta figure out where because I'm just like all over the place my mind's just, just mm-hmm. I'm the idea person and so we finally have a team that I've got a bunch of people that are helping now there nice. was just three of us for Colorado wow and I got almost you said you had 100 people for that over 100 people signed up but yeah. a lot of people's anxiety because they've never done it yeah you know, they just, oh, I can't go with a group of strangers someplace I've never been by myself. And, uh, you know, and... Eat this in Colorado. It'll calm you down. Yeah, right? No, no, no. We don't, we don't promote that. <laughs> Actually, a dispensary gave us a discount. We rolled in on the bus. And That's excellent. We all went through there and they gave us a discount <laughs> yeah. right there, right right by where uh, he actually lives now. Uh, oh, Ryan. Ryan lives, their new house. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, because they, they were selling they're the farm. They're in Palisade, Did yeah. Did they sell it finally? No, they're not selling the farm. They sold the other house. Oh, oh, that's that's I'm mixing yeah. up. The, no, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, the farm, the 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 hemp farm. Yeah, um, the hemp house. That's where we stayed when we went. That's but cool. um, yeah, no, we had this bus come through and they gave us a discount in Palisade at the dispensary there. And one of the lodges donated the whole lodge for us. Wow. And the other ones gave us discount. I mean, we had awesome. $125 per person included a meal, a T-shirt, a silent disco. If you're not done one of those, never. Oh, we're I've taking those. Them. We're taking it along with us. The silent disco headphones. So we're doing silent discos at like 13 cities throughout That's the hilarious. the meetups. 
That's fantastic. And stuff, yeah. So, I mean, I'm the type of person that, and I had this on my desk at work at Champion, mm-hmm. take the leap of faith and build your wings on the way down. That's mm-hmm. who I am. Yeah. I said we're doing this before we had anything but $6,000, not even an RV or anything, yeah, or yeah. a plan. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I mean, Sears, you should that's probably. That's what they say about entrepreneurship. You jump you, and you build it on the way. You have to sometimes. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. like. I had a Victoria's Secrets model contact me. I'm like, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> but you You're know, because she's me. a flatty. Yeah, yeah. she's a, or yeah. she's a, you know, she's one of the first boobless Victoria's Secrets models. Mm-hmm. She wanted to help with this event. She heard about it, mm-hmm. and you know, she's going to be in Cape Cod at our our meet up there, where yeah. Sharice is going to be for the Grace Project take pictures. And she came to California, Colorado with this Grace Project did, and she hit number. Her goal is to hit 800 goddesses because there's 800 diagnosed a day with breast cancer. Wow. 800 a day. Yeah. So we hit number 700 when she was in Colorado. Jeez. She did this Atham uh, division. It's all military breast cancer survivors. And she actually had an exhibit at the Washington Women's Memorial of it. Because, I mean, they get a higher rate too. You know, it's, it's, there's just so many things that you don't know. Because yeah. like I said, I don't know what I don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Right, right. People don't know there are flatties living out there amongst you because everybody, you know, hides it and don't talk about it. Yeah. Unless they're me and I just talk nonstop about it. <laughs> I mean, when I got pulled over on the way back from Louis Anderson's memorials, the cop, the cops know about the flatties now. That's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah. They still give me tickets. But <laughs> but they know about the flatties, damn it. Yeah. Give us Sears a break, you know? Right. Come on. It's the Sears effect. Come yeah. on. Yeah. But, no, Louis Anderson wanted to do a show about us. He thought it was just mm. so amazing, but he ghosted me. Yeah. Have you ever talked to Ryan about it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Ryan's got so much video of I my know, life. He, he's got, like, he's got 12 so much shows ready to go. Yeah. He, he is amazing. But he's got he's recorded me so much, and then they were trying to do a documentary on me. I was going to go get a stem cell transplant because of my MS. Okay. I almost took my life five years ago because I couldn't walk. I was a boxer and a runner. Yeah, yeah. The chemo ended up causing my MS to get so bad. My last mini marathon I did with the walker. Jeez. Uh, with the help of a friend, she would push me when I would, my legs would go dead. I'd sit down for a minute until yeah. they got back and then I'd get up and go again, you know? Yeah, wow. It was embarrassing at wow. 30 years old having to do a mini marathon with a walker. Shouldn't have been embarrassing. Yeah. That's a badass. Yeah, fuck yeah. Most people yeah. didn't even do yeah. it. You know, right. they sat on their couch and they were able to. Yeah. So I, I shouldn't have been embarrassed. But it's it, the same thing with the disability scooter. It was embarrassing because it's a disability, you right. know. Right. So, um, but, yeah, no, he has a lot of video of me. He has video of me at CrossFit. He's got nice. video of me on stage. He's got all kinds of video. I mean, there's so much video of me between them trying to do the documentary on me and him trying to do something for me. Yeah. I don't know. It could be a, you know, I got my headshots from a professional that did, like, I don't know. Some, he was in from California, Hollywood. And he did my headshots. And he's like, why aren't you in Hollywood and everything? And he's like, you know, and by the end of it, he goes, you are the show. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Pretty yeah, Because my life is crazy. It's just serious. It's just, it's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody says YOLO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You believe in that? YOLO, Memento yeah. Mori. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. remember, remember, remember death. death. You could leave this this life at any moment. Let that determine what you do, what you say, and what you think. Okay, so say it again. What did you say? YOLO what? Memento mori is kind of like the same concept. Remember death. Memento mori means remember death. death. It goes along with YOLO. I mean, it's kind of like it. Okay, but YOLO's fucking wrong. You only die once you live every day. Right. Mm. There we go. Yeah. That perspective change changed my life. 
Yeah. Because take all the chances. Not YOLO means go skydiving, go bungee jumping, take the yeah. chance. Yeah. YODO means take all the fucking chances. Yeah. Right. Every yeah. one of them. Because you don't know. And life is too fucking short. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how did you develop the mindset you have? Because people might listen and think, wow, you had MS, then you have breast cancer. Like you're just getting kicked while you're down. But you have an amazing mindset. And I'm, I'm sure it wasn't without some, some dark stages. But how, how did you develop that mindset where now you go to the cancer center to just talk to other people, to hang out? Where, I love my where, people where, at the cancer center. Where a lot of people would be terrified. Like hospitals scare me. Right? And I know it's people trying to do good things for, to fix people. I, I know it's a good place. But yeah. Uh, so where that mindset come from? How did you really work on that? I've been a salesperson all my life. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I was the top band candy salesperson. Never realized I was going to go into making a living from it. You know, I got in trouble because I talks too much in class. <laughs> you know, never realized no. my mouth was going to make me money, you know, and it'd yeah, be right. what I, you know. Right. When I got diagnosed with MS and was paralyzed, I actually paid my girlfriend at the time to drive me to appointments because I had a stick shift. Couldn't drive it anymore with only one hand and one arm. Yeah. And... My mouth wasn't broken, so she'd carry my gear in. Because I was like, those guys are making... I was straight commission all my life, pretty much. Yeah. It's like, those guys are making my money. Yeah. So I paid her to come with me. It's just, you do or you don't. You want to sit and sulk, or do you want to get up and do? You do or you don't. Mm-hmm. There is no in-between. Yeah. It, that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know where it came from. I mean, I've just always been this person. And it's mm-hmm. funny, because... Do you know who Ryan Neemiller is? He was on America's Got Talent. He's from Indy. He's from Greenfield, I think, actually. Uh, he was on. He got so. third on America's Got Talent. He's from here. Okay. Mm. Awesome. Him and I were in uh, the, um, you know how the Indy Star does that best comedian, best, you know, best of. Okay. I don't think the Indy Star. Well, uh, they yeah. do the best of. It's okay. online. Okay. Um, they did the best of, best restaurant, best this, best that. Okay. And they did best comedian. Pat McAfee won it the one year I didn't even get voted for it. That's the only time I didn't even Come get on. in it. He won it. <laughs> yeah. You know, but um, I beat him out and he was on America's Got Talent at the time of voting. Wow. The reason I say that is not to brag. It's yeah. the fact that I'm not a better comedian than him by any means. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not a better stand-up comedian. I know more people in Indianapolis that know me and like me mm-hmm. than that know the guy that was on America, national TV at the time. Yeah. And when I opened for him, I, I, we were sharing a merchandise table, and I stood back because people were you know, trying to get to him. And my friend goes, Sears, you were famous way before he was. I was famous when I sold windows just because I oh. talked to everybody, and yeah. everybody knows who I am. I yeah. mean, you are like me. You have charisma. Hmm. You're a little bit more introverted, but hmm. you're the quiet one. You know, but... but um, I'm not quiet. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. You know. Check the battery, make sure it's still. You're more the analytical, yeah. you know, one or the thinker, I think. Yeah. You know. Depending on the situation. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But he's got charisma, I can tell, and that's what, you know, the acting and stuff. Hello. Um, I was making sure the battery was. Make sure titties up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom used to say knockers up. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's the. I've only listened... So this is how dumb I am. This is where I say dumb and not mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, Louis Anderson passed, and I've had his books. And he was... That death... That... Mm, I don't... I haven't done comedy as much after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways. Um, so I had his book, and I never read it. Hey, Mom. 
And I was looking around, and I had this, because I don't read well. I mean, I was dyslexic. They, my age, they didn't know anything about it. ADHD, you know, I don't read well mm-hmm. at all. I don't read. That's what I tell people. <laughs> Just don't read. Um, I mean, I can read that bullshit. But, you know, yeah, big right. words, I don't yeah. read. And um, so I had this app that I could scan documents and stuff, and it would read it to me. Hmm. And so I was going to do that with the book, and I was looking for stuff on him. I was looking up something. And it said, hey, mom, on audibles. And I was like, duh, I only listen to audible books that are motivational. <laughs> That's all I had ever done before. <laughs> you know, I'd listen to them when I sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like own the day and that kind of stuff. Sure. You know, the motivational stuff. Yeah. Never thought to get an actual book on audibles because I'm never going to read a book on audibles. I don't care about books that mm-hmm. much, you know, it's, unless it's to do something. I don't want to hear about a fairy tale story. I'm making my own fairy tale story. Mm-hmm. You know, I just stuff that's going to help me go forward. And so I was like, oh, shit, it's unaudible. Yeah. It was his voice. Oh. It is the best present I ever gave myself. Mm. And it, it was, it's amazing. So I, I listened to that. But, you know, cool. it, it being dumb but not stupid, I never, because th- I've used audible. I never thought about getting, like, a book book on audible. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I don't read books, so it just never crossed my mind. Yeah. So I need to listen to more books. Save me a lot of time. Well, yeah, because I don't <laughs> read, but but I listen to the motivational books all my life because mm-hmm. that's just who I am. Yeah, you yeah. know. And when I couldn't walk um, after I was supposed to do the mini marathon, and I walked with my friend who I got the pink for. And this was way before she got diagnosed with breast cancer, and um, went for a long walk be- the week before the mini marathon because she walks it every year. And she had to help me back to her house because my leg just went dead. And we hadn't been but five miles. And I was like, there's no way I can do this. And I went home and I cried. Mm-hmm. And Twat Waffle goes, what do you tell everybody else? And I said, suck it up. Yeah. That's what I tell everybody else. She goes, well, suck it the fuck up. And I said, I get an hour. I went upstairs and cried myself to sleep, got up and said, okay, we need to go get a walker. I'm doing this mini marathon. All right. And everybody's like, you can swallow your pride you know, you don't have to. I said, you think I'm not swallowing my pride by getting a walker and doing it? <laughs> That's swallowing yeah. my pride more than just not doing it. That's being a pussy, the, the easy way out. Yeah. No, that's just, oh, oh, I can't do it. Okay. No, I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, and so, I don't know. It's just a mentality I, I've always mm-hmm. had. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I, mom wasn't like that. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. where necessarily it comes from, but. Yeah, it's just it's the salesman mentality. It really yeah. is. I and know the, we've gone long, so yeah. and sure. the more you do, like you've always put yourself out there to do something that just gives you even more confidence to do the next thing. And you've gone through through situations and um, going through those tribulations, like that makes everything else seem so small and like not as daunting to take on. I'm sure. Well, you know, and you know, there's so much in life now. I'm just like, eh, it's so petty. What's it matter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It people get so bent like everybody. Oh, these trans people in the Olympics. Does it affect your life? Why are you getting so worked up over it? No, it doesn't mm-hmm. affect you. You're not running the Olympics. Shut the fuck up. Right. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't affect you. Why are you getting worked up about it? Spend your time on more productive shit. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I think a lot of people getting worked about worked up about anything in the news is ridiculous. They've not done something for themselves that that needs to be done. And it's, mm-hmm. you need to, it's an outlet for some reason. And look, we all get, I get wrapped up in it too. It's like, man, that is some stupid shit. How are, how are people believing this and that and not doing their own? And it's like, I got plenty of work to do. Get back to work. Well, I was get off the, Twitter. Twitter's where you go to get angry. Oh, see, I don't, <laughs> I don't do Twitter. I don't, I don't enjoy it because I don't get it. It's really. loud and fast. You're not missing anything. I like, because I'm, I'm, 
you know, the way I am. I like pictures and video, mm-hmm. you know, because that's who I am. Yeah, you're not missing anything. Well, and it's just words. And I'm just like, I don't read a lot. So I don't, yeah. you know. I just piss people off. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> but see, in the whole Trump, I didn't Biden whatever bullshit. Yeah. Guess what? I voted for me. There you go. I can't spell government either. I thought I was just as qualified. G-O-V apostrophe T. Right? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but you know what I mean? People, I went to, when I went, when I met, um, Answer yesterday, it was at the shop, and the lady was showing me the tour because all the memorabilia from every 500 and everything there. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I don't know your political views. And I'm like, my political views are I'm just disqualified. Yeah. Um, I don't care. I do not care who you vote for. If you have a red MAGA hat on, I'm trying harder mm-hmm. to be your friend because mm-hmm. you don't know what you don't know. And yeah. you know what people have taught you. And which, you know, yeah. I say, I actually get emails from the Trump campaign. Oh, really? Yeah. That's hilarious. And it, it, because. I like seeing what they're saying because I see on both sides, in people on the Biden side or right, left, whatever. I don't even know yeah, which yeah. one's what. I don't yeah. even care. I don't care. I was born and raised Republican. You walk in, you pull the Republican lever, you walk out. Yeah. But I'm gay, so I'm supposed to be Democrat. Says who? Society. And that's ridiculous. I'm not supposed to eat Chick-fil-A. Fuck off. <laughs> it's good. I might get it on the way home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah, it's on the way from you've, but, ar- you've already decided you're getting some Chick-fil-A. Well, yeah, okay, so. Um, but you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. it's whatever news station you look at and you watch. And, and you know, I used to study Trump because I'm a salesperson. Mm-hmm. I know him probably more than half these people that fucking are Trump. He's a negotiator. He makes deals. He was a Democrat. He was good friends with Hillary. Oops, I should that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but people don't say anything about her taking money from gays and tra- or a company, a countries that publicly kill gays and women mm-hmm. not trans gays and women mm-hmm. they don't say anything about yeah. that right. they, it's just like Christianity it's like everything people pick and choose their shit that they want to yeah. fight for it's like uh, Chris Rock's newest special Selective Outrage Selective and, is what everybody is the, the real thing is like we all do want the same things just be and, good human yeah we all, we all want the same like good outcomes it's just People get so wrapped up in why they think one way is better, and no one can sit down and talk about it. But we all really want the same things. Well, we do. Some. For, for, the, for the most part. Hopefully. For the most part. We like, all want, like, you know, security, people to be safe, people to be fulfilled and have good jobs and good families. Like, we all want good things for right. everybody. Yeah. And that's that's really it. And, and people just get blinded by all. It's, it's noise. Well, it's like Christianity and, you know, the Christians. And it's like they pick and choose what they want to believe. But here's the thing. What do you call this? Your water bottle. What do you call it? Uh, yeah, that or like a, a yet, even though it's okay, not a yet. Okay, okay. Canister. It's the yeah. same thing. <laughs> Canister. It is the exact same thing no matter what we call it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. Well, if you want to, it's no, kind yeah. of the, it is kind of the bomb because it has the mullet championship yeah, yeah. on it. Yeah. Uh, but it's the same thing. <laughs> it is thing. the bomb. <laughs> well, you know, and, and Jesus was Jewish, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, so why are Jews, why is their Bible not the right one? Why is it this one, the King James, or this Catholicism is right, and this is right, and this is right? How are you to say which one's right? Right, right. At the end of the day, isn't it the Bible supposed to just mean, at the end of the day, in all of its form, just be a good person to each other? Just mm-hmm. be good? Yeah. The people who judge the most are the Christians. Right. The, yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's just, people just pick and choose what they, I don't get it. Yeah. Just be happy and be, just Live your fucking life and do, do what. Shit. Just be nice yeah. and be good to people. I treat people right. how they treat me. Like I said, I don't know these famous people from not because mm-hmm. I just right. they're people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
with awesome stories to tell. Yeah. So get it's to learn. So cool. Instead of to talk, about, I want to yeah. talk to everybody. I don't give a fuck yeah. if they're, yeah. you know, head of Trump's thing. He's not homophobic. He's not racist. Shit, yeah. he says sometimes. He rouses him up. Like, you know, him. He, he knows I, it. Isn't he supposed to be getting arrested or something today, I think? I, yeah, I saw some. I'm, I'm not educated about Yeah, the I don't either. But yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so like, like the indictment or but, something. But she I, asked I think, about my yeah. politics, is because when we turn the corner, <laughs> they have a life like Trump sitting there. I t- oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I took a picture with it because I don't care. That is hilarious. In 06, when we went to New York, my girlfriend goes, what do you want to do when we're in New York? So this is, she let her sister live there. I said, I have two things I have to do. <laughs> I have to see Rent on Broadway because, of course, and I have to see Trump Tower. I've got a picture somewhere of me with the doorman at front of Trump Tower going, that's so yeah. he was my hero. I went to own my own casino when I grew up. Yeah. He was a great salesman. I mean, Hell of a business. Right? I'm gay. I'm not supposed to say that. But I have a lot of gay friends that vote for Trump. I have one that contacts me because she's so closeted. She can't put it out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Why has it gotten like this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, leave people on their own. Let them do what they want to do. Just right. mind your business and stay in your lane and just be happy. Yeah. But, yeah. And be a good person. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter at the end of the day. That's a campaign yeah. I can get behind right there. Right? 100%. I mean, 100%. somebody's yeah. like, you know, you should run for governor. And I'm like, mm. yeah. I, I'm too scared I would win. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm really, That's I'm good. too scared I would win. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people know who I am, especially me. You know, they see yeah. me from across the room. They yeah. know it's me. You know, you can't. Maybe we try need to, hide. to just spice things up a little bit. But I don't want it. I don't yeah. want to do that. No, yeah. no I, don't have, I don't have time. That would take away from the flatties. Yeah, yeah. and there's too many lives I'm go. changing. And you, you know, yeah, you're doing more for them than a, a legislation or bill. Well, and could. my 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 campaign would only be legalize cannabis and just be good people. Yeah, quit shooting people. Quit killing people. Just be nice. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, but. Anyways, I'm sorry. I know I've gone no, real long. Yeah. I told you I'm a talker. It's off the dome. Hey, yeah, you're good. This is, okay. this is good. I'm sorry for interrupt there, but I do have a hard stop at 2.30, cool. 2 minutes from now. Yeah. So just All FYI. Right. Um, so I guess I know we've covered a ton, which has been awesome. Probably not Same. even close to everything. Yeah. Oh, we can but go. Hey, we can do part two. We've had someone do part three. Yeah. We've oh, had a few key guests, so we can do whatever we want. Um, Tim, any uh, questions you want to make sure you get in? Uh, Did we miss Sears? anything? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you've described like everything you've done for, for the flatties, and you've you've described. But like, if a flattie is listening to this podcast right now, what message do you want to leave them with? Like, if someone were, they're not alone. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. They are so alone. I've mm-hmm. had, I had, I've. I get so frustrated sometimes. I'm like, I'm done. I'm going to Twin Peaks. I'm never hanging out with anybody that doesn't have tits again. And then I end up at B-dubs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to B-dubs in years, so I, I don't know. know. I'm thinking that's like what the, they pack? No, the, eat more, <laughs> the eat more chicken for Chick-fil-A. You know how they have the cow. I think yeah. B-dubs should be our sponsor because of that. You hey. know, no boobs. I mean, hey. You know, more wings, less breast. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but you're not alone. They're big thigh, chicken thigh. You're not alone. I mean, 3,000 in our group. And that's just in a year and a half. And that's not even close to the people that are in the other groups. Yeah. The mm-hmm. other, we're just a meetup group, though. If you're not flat, if you're trying to decide to go flat, we recommend you go to Fierce Flat Forward or Flat Closure Now. Okay. Um, cool. Because they are more to educate. We're not going to be like the doctors and push only one way. Because if, if you talk to us, we're going to tell you you're dumb if you get implants. Yeah. You're yeah. dumb to go through all that. Not really. But we're going to say, don't do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that's not right. That's what the doctors do with the implants we shouldn't do that we, we, you need to make it on your people make that decision I have friends that have implants that are I would say 20% of the people that I know that have implants it's done 
Um, <laughs> I haven't had any problems. Mm. And we're back. Is that on you? Good? Cool. Yeah. We'll make sure it's like my good side. Centered, centered it's, well too. Yeah, it, yeah. because this side's this, this side anyways. <laughs> when you drive in the car, this side's older. This side of my face is way older because oh, the like sun. Yeah, it's when yeah. you get your age spots and sunspots are on that side. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah, no, I look in the mirror and I'm like, fuck, I'm 10 years older on this side. <laughs> but um, Wiser. I don't know about that. Uh, but, you know, it, it just, you're not alone. We're out there and, you know, you don't have to hide it. You know, too many people. We need to be seen. We need to be heard. And that's that's the only reason I hate that people I, – I dislike that people wear their prosthetics is because we're not being seen as much. But if they're comfortable that way, good for them. I'm not going to – that's the only reason I dislike it personally is because they're hiding. Yeah. But they're also comfortable for them, and that's what they like, and that I'm all about it. If you want to yeah. wear prosthetics, wear prosthetics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the reason I don't like it is because – I don't like people hiding because there's too many people that need to know we are out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. I went to a breakfast. I'll try to go quick on this one. I went to breakfast for somebody. It looked like an old gym teacher's convention, but um, <laughs> it really did. Um, some of your gym teachers were probably there. But <laughs> there was happened to be a girl and her wife there, and she went through breast cancer when I was going through it. So I never really talked to her much because, yeah. I mean, it was all you know focused on me. At the time, yeah. well, all the time, but <laughs> but it, you know, I didn't think about it. She's a uni. She didn't get reconstruction. Mm. She has one boob. Mm. Never did I even. I just invited her to the group. She just joined. Oh, nice. And she's been flat on the one side since 2014. Wow. Yeah. But I met her at that breakfast, and then another girl goes, "Hey, my sister just went flat and really needs you guys." Yeah. That's two That's awesome. in breakfast. Yeah. In yeah. Indianapolis. I can't even begin to guess how many because the cancer center sends so many to our group because they know me and they have our, our we were in the centerfold of a 55 and older magazine in Colorado yeah. and they have it pinned up on the wall there wow. and you know they wear the, the flatty left behind t-shirts and stuff and they yeah. and they promote us That's because awesome. these people are so alone yeah. and they don't mm-hmm. think anybody else is out there. That's the only reason I hate it. People hide it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know? you're, you're, you're helping with that. Well, and if they want to, like I said, if they want to wear prosthetics and what makes them comfortable, wear them. But those of you that don't talk, we need to be seen, we need to be heard because things need to change. And there's too many people, I know somebody who died from their implants because it caused diverticulitis. I mean, it's, 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 it's bad. So anyways. Sears, thank um, you. We always, we always wrap up with one more question. Okay. Uh, How do you want to be remembered? Hmm. Big tits, no. <laughs> the biggest tits ever. No. I would never want to wear, oh, I can't imagine. I, I'm so how much happier. Most of these mm. feminine, and everybody's like, well, yeah, Dyke, of course you are. But no, these feminine, I'll show you pictures of gorgeous yeah. women, and yeah. they're happier in their body than they ever have been. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Funny. A good person. Really, I don't, I don't I like know. That. I just want to remember, be remembered as Sears, whatever that is to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because right I'm on. different to everybody. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I'm not changing your life as far as like the flatty thing is. Mm-hmm. I may change your life in perspective or this or that. I may have, you know, touched you in uh, dirty way. No. <laughs> but I don't do that. I'm asexual yeah. too. Um, cancer does that. Cure, yeah. It's the cure for the gay. No. It's, <laughs> but but I, no drive, no nothing. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I just want to be remembered as Sears. Because mm-hmm. that is different to every person. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so. Sears, thanks for hanging out with us today. Thank you. We really appreciate Thank you, you so and your much. time. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. 
Um, Flat yeah. Out Love on Instagram. If they want to go there, if they're if they want to see some stuff, there's a little bit there. We are working on. We got to get this website done and okay. and everything because we need to be able to have people from the outside see it. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll we'll plug your page and stuff. We'll link it all. When out. We do show notes and yeah, because people. Facebook. If you're not flat, you can't get in. Yeah. Because yeah. we have a very safe space and so. these people mm-hmm. are going topless for their first time and and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah. Right do anything on. different than we promised them. So love it. Awesome. Thank you guys. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, everyone. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for listening. Until next time, we are out of here.